I pee right before this started, so I don't know. Oh, shit. Dog. I got you, dog. You know, like right before right before we started going, I got in a really good drum and groove. I got in a really good drum and groove. And uh, I fell out of it because of because of web issues somehow. But you know what? You kind of got me back in the musical groove when I came back on and you were singing What You Gonna Do With No Penis. Which yeah, was, dude. Which was a song that I hadn't previously heard. And I'm glad I have now. Yeah, I wrote it. I yeah. wrote it oh. just for you. Well, that that is that is premium grade A choice content right there. Hell yeah, dog. Put it on your Spotify. I'm putting it on my MySpace page. You remember those? What? The little player thing? I'm uh yeah, I'm dating myself a little bit, but you that those are the two most important things to me were what's my top eight and what's the What's the song everybody's going to hear when they come to my MySpace page? And for a little while, it was my own band song. And then I thought maybe that was a little tacky, so I changed it. You know, I thought for the longest time, honestly, I think um, I never wanted to wear my own T-shirts. And I feel like I relate to that. Like I never wanted to like walk around on any day out in public wearing a T-shirt that had my name or my face on it. Like I feel like that's a little tacky, but sure. I'll present myself in a video format in which my name and face are splattered all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's very funny. Uh, like to be a performer is, uh, is, is by definition, uh, at least dipping your toes in narcissism, but we yeah. want to be, we want to be self-aware enough that it doesn't, it doesn't get too crazy. Uh, there was this one guy at, at an open mic um, that I only saw once because you know, I live in New York City. This was in New York, but this guy was like visiting New York for one day, and so he's like, "This is how. This is where I get famous, right?" And uh, he's a nice enough guy or whatever from the South. And uh, he had this is an open mic comedian, and he had a T-shirt that had his own name on it with his uh, his Twitter handle and his like catchphrase, which I I really don't want to say. I don't want to blow up his spot. So, uh, but, 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 he was, but, but the, the thing is, you just bury the lead on whatever your best joke is. If you're putting your catchphrase on your t-shirt, you're like, if you're, if you're, if you're going to like, if your shirt gives away your punchline before you do, you're not on your own team, friend. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a real sad thing. The, it was almost too absurd that I, I couldn't even like argue with him. Like, he's like, Hey, do you want a free t-shirt? I'm like, I don't know, man. No, just, uh, you charge it, me. But... No, I don't want a free T-shirt. You better <laughs> charge me for that T-shirt, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you're. That, that's a testament to how nice you are. Is I, I, I didn't even want it for free, and, and you wanted to give him money because it is art. <laughs> it was his big day in the city, man. Everybody's got dreams. Yeah, yeah man. I, I, I mean, that's the smart way to do it. Is to do stand up in the city where you're from and then wait to move to New York. I just came to New York with a dollar and a dream. Yeah. A I mean, a hundred dollars to be fair. You, it wasn't just one. It was, it was $1 plus, plus, uh, two, like about 199 other ones. 
yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's hard enough to put in a, in the beginning of a, um, you know, movie about my life or whatever. Right. I mean, that sounds similar to the rocks story or similar to like Sylvester Stallone's story. Like they just, they were like, I got a dream and I got some, I got just a small amount of money. I'm going to, I'm going to make this dream work for me because I'm, I believe in my dreams and you can't take that away from me. That's, that's also the Bobby Sheehan story. It is the fucking, it is the Bobby Sheehan story. Absolutely. And, and, and much like the rock now, everyone can smell cooking. I'm sorry. That's probably, you're an actual wrestling guy. And that's, that's like the, uh, that's like the rapper's delight of wrestling, isn't it? That's like the guy that doesn't know anything about wrestling. That's the thing he says first. No, dude. I mean, that's, no. that, that's, right. I'll, I'll, I'll respect your, 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 uh, wrestling and the rock saying you smell, you smell what I'm, you know, what's funny. I tweeted the other day and a, a very similar thing. And I said, how come there doesn't exist a Chinese restaurant called you smell what the wok is cooking? Like, uh, like the frying pan opportunity there. Yeah, there's totally, it's totally a missing opportunity. A hibachi grill with a rock impersonator. But the, the whole, the whole meal, you're just waiting for it to end. So you could hear him say, can you smell what the wok is cooking? And the, and the food is terrible. Like you only go there for that. It's the environmental. Really? Like the food sucks. <laughs> it, it, like, it has a big on the outside because they have rats but but you go for the not you go to take a picture of it and put it on instagram I, well, Corey, i think we got a fucking business model here <laughs> do you remember that brian Re or no it's a todd glass joke when he was like uh they have the grading and it said d and the guy just put in there delicious and they're like i don't think they're out there passing out <laughs> deliciouses <laughs> oh that rules i've not heard that joke that, that that's amazing what, what would you put what would we put for other letters like if you got a c you would uh come on in but spelled c-u-m so it's a little dangerous eek eek maybe maybe so um or how about for valentine's day crave our food and it's be mine be mine yeah oh hell yeah dude <laughs> I, yo I was I was trying to write I'm I'm doing a, a bunch of this stuff where I'm trying to write stuff and and I'm I was thinking of of it because like what something you had said earlier and I can't remember exactly what it was now but it like had me thinking it could go with I'm trying to think um it was I was like there was a lot of things that my grandmother said that was like like unique to the things that my grandmother would say that like a lot of people wouldn't understand. But besides that, I'm trying to say, I tweeted this the other day too. And I said, uh, I'm haunted by the ghost of my, my dead grandma. She doesn't do anything, but sometimes she like leaves the front door open. And this is my opportunity to get back at her where I come out and I shut the door and I go in or out, man, we're not paying the He's Sandy Brook drive. Cause that was it, that that that's you shouldn't talk to your grandma like that even if she is dead. <laughs> wow, 
Well, I was trying to think about uh, going into the stuff where um, she she would say, man, there was something you said earlier, too. She would say something like uh, she would say this place looks like a bomb hit it all the time. And I would be like, what's a bomb in it? Like, I didn't know. I thought th I didn't think that was all like three, a bomb hit it. I thought it was a bomb in it. One word. And I was like. What is a bomb? It? What? How is a bomb at it? <laughs> and then uh, that's, I went that's classic little kid. Uh, yeah. You're like, this and, is some old timey word that my grandmother says that no one says. Yeah. I was like, well, man, old people say weird stuff. The other thing that was said a lot that I, I, mm -hmm. I literally thought this, uh, I didn't realize that people would say like, Oh, we're so broke. We can't even make ends meet. Like make, like two ends meet with each other. I did not realize that it was make two ends meet with each other. I thought it was like a dish that only rich people could eat. Like ends meet. Like it was like, uh, like a kind of, kind of dish that was <laughs> only rich people could eat it. <laughs> We're like, oh, oh, you got to ask special for the oh, ends meet. This place isn't beautiful. as fancy as I thought. Guys don't even have ends meet on the menu. All right, what I, kind of place is this? I really, I really wish you never found out the true meaning, and then out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you finally make it, and you have like a butler and chef, and you're like, I would like the ends meet, and then uh, the, the movie just ends with him punching you in the face, and then in the credits, uh, Corey Castle of his millions in a pyramid scheme. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, did you did you have some sort of uh, weight loss? You look like you you look like you you've gotten thinner. You look like a different man. I haven't seen you in too long. Oh yeah, um, I've certainly. You know what it is mostly is uh, I've been sleeping more. I think uh, with quarantine, man, uh, I've certainly been getting enough sleep for arguably the first time in my life um so i i i weigh pretty much the same but i think i just i look healthier okay I think that's what it is <laughs> yeah because i my um, first sight i was yeah, like you know they, they say they say sleep seven to nine hours a night and you've been getting your good 11 hours of sleeping every night Yeah, yeah, Corey. I think we're on uh, some sort of time delay. Yeah, it appears as if we are. <laughs> let's just let's just hold <laughs> off. And just, let's just hold off and look at each other. And do nothing. Oh, <laughs> uh, the timing of that was perfect. <laughs> so. Have you been able to do any comedy at all? Like, have you done any like outdoor shows or anything at all? Uh, well, yeah, man, I resolved to not do any um, virtual comedy. Uh, I'm not gonna poo-poo anybody that has. But that's just I'm not that type of funny. I don't think. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm I'm more than a writer so i think if you take the performance aspect away from it i just kind of 
uh, like no dice. Um, shows in July through September, and then it started getting cold again. And I did, I did, uh, I did one show in a coat, and I was like, "This is silly." And there's it, it is what it is, man. You know, I, I'm, I, I'm actually not as anxious about it as I, as I was initially, because like from March to June, I was like, "Am I gonna forget how to do this?" You know, and then July came around, and I was doing you know outdoor shows, and and it is kind of like riding a bike. So, um, you know, I'm. I'm just learning to enjoy the free time now because there is there is going to be a time when we look back at this and go, you know, that was terrifying, but I did have a lot of free time, which would be nice right about now. You you watching tons of stuff? Did you get did you did you just get your binge on hardcore? Well, I've um I'm obsessed with chess now because I watched the Queen's Gambit and I didn't realize that uh, that redheads could play chess too, you know. Oh, so you they were uh, excluded. I, I've, I've decided that. Yeah, you know the 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 premise of the of the movie. Um, anybody that hasn't seen it, it's it's a period piece in the '60s, and it's a, a a girl, and she's a girl boss, and she plays chess better than all the boys. And that's sort of the premise. But for me, I, I kind of see her as a ginger trailblazer too, because she's a, a woman with red hair. So I, I think if she could do it, like why can't I? You know, just because I'm 30 and I live with a roommate and, and uh, you know I have uh, limited cognitive abilities doesn't mean that I can't play chess like a master. If, if a woman with the same complexion has it, I'll see why I can't. I think I truly lost. Oh, I'm alone. There's no one here beside me. My problems are all gone. There's no one here to guide me. Hey, you know the indestructible metal that they they put around the black box? Or no, the black box is the metal itself. Hold on, I got this. <laughs> hey, indestructible black box. Hey, the little black box. Why don't they just... Make the whole plane out of that. <laughs> hey, you're were, back. You try were you trying out new jokes? Yeah, I was. Uh, well, I was just, I was just espousing some boomer humor until you got back. Oh, oh man, I, I'm, I'm bummed. I missed it. Did you? Do you? Uh... Yeah, no, it's it, it's fine, dude. Do you, do you got a 90 song queued up? Oh, why? Do you got a pee already? We're only like 15 minutes in, I think. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. But, yeah, so... Nah, I... I, I uh... You still there? Cool. I'm here, buddy. This is weird, huh? How it keeps doing that. 
But <laughs> we persevere. That's what we do. We're in this together, as they say. We we we. You know what? We'll we'll do uh, alarmingly well for how bad the situation we are in, which is uh, which is is how we could describe life during COVID anyway. Yeah, yeah. nice little metaphor. It's it's not going exactly as planned, but we're going to do our best. Yeah. Have you been doing a lot of joke writing? Did you have you done any like roast battles in since it happened for Fight Club or anything? Oh yeah, man. So I did. Um, yeah, Matt, Matt uh, the commissioner of Comedy Fight Club, he's very nice to ask me to do one of the first one in July's, and I went against Patrick Haggerty, and it was, it, dude, it was such a good time. Is it it's on? He, he's such a weirdo. I don't know if you know Patrick, but. He, he he's he's like an alt guy, kind of. Yeah, um, I know his so name, and I know I can picture jokes. his face, but I don't know if I've ever had a conversation with this person. Was he, he was he, he at one point a Philly guy? He, he doesn't. No, no, he's uh, from Staten Island. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah, go ahead. And, uh, he's really good. He he'll do he'll do like. Uh, um. Like he doesn't do traditional roast jokes, so you can't really anticipate the punchline, which means he fucking he kills. Um, although he did, uh, uh, he did do one against me. That, uh, uh, I guess it is a traditional roast joke. No, no, no it's weird. But anyway, the joke is this: he goes, uh, "Bobby's a lot like the uh, coronavirus because they both come from eating bats." But implying that you're a weirdo who only comes when you eat bats. Yeah, I ingest a, uh, a bat and then I blow a load. I'm like, oh yeah, I mean, of course, the bat yes, that's the, that's that's the the method, the preferred method of getting off. That's that's cool. Got it. You know what? And, it, and if you tell me I'm wrong for biting off, you know what? It's it's the sexuality that I share with Lottie Osborne. And if you say that's wrong, you're not only uh, anti-Black Sabbath, but you're kink-shaming, and you should be canceled for both. If, if you're listening out there, and you're thinking about kink-shaming me or the Prince of Darkness, then you can get the heck out of here. Well, just know, I won't kink-shame you in any way, nor, nor will I shame the Prince of Darkness, but Hell if yeah. I were to get canceled, for something, I hope it would be something like that. Yeah, yeah, because because history would exonerate you. You know what? Like those canceling you would just be on the wrong side of history. They wouldn't understand. They would be a monument to you with your pants down and a half-eaten bat in your hand, and people would throw rocks at it. Because <laughs> <laughs> some people still wouldn't be able. To uh, to accept that you like to decapitate bats with your mouth and then fuck the inside of the hole because it feels surprisingly like a pussy. Some people, even in the year two hundred and thirty-seven, which is a new year that is created in the future, they wouldn't be able to understand. Sorry. So I'm sorry that they're not understanding. They changed the way they. Keep track of years. 
237. Yeah, dude, now. it's like... Because honestly, yeah, I mean, it's just a theory that I have. But think about it. If you're Thomas Jefferson, can you even conceive of things like the iPad, right? The car, Obama. Those things are completely unable to be conceived of by him, even though he's a smart guy, because he is just... Locked into a 1700, I almost said 17th century, and I realized that would have been wrong, an 18th century point of view. But man, I don't know. There could be rocket ships, there could be spaceships. I always get a kick out of you watch, um, like old uh, sitcoms, like I don't know, like uh, uh, fucking what's an example? I don't know, but uh, like I said, like what's, like- what's the show, like the Brady Bunch. Okay. Are you? They all go to the future and they're like in a spaceship, but they're. (laughs) Yeah, because sometimes, sometimes like the coolest stuff doesn't exist yet. Like, what do you what do you think is going to exist in twenty years from now? Like, probably an amazing amount of stuff. Like, like the 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 way that people consume these podcasts that for sure are on the record are going to outlive us. Uh, what are they going to consume them with? All the stuff that's on the internet. Maybe there's going to be some sort of device that's different than your phone. Some sort of device that's different. Yeah. And like, it's just a, it's just a weird timestamp right now. And what this is like, what this is. Cause I, I mean, I say it a bazillion times and I'll say it probably a bazillion more. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a wrestler and I wanted to be a comedian. Those are the the two main things I always said I wanted to be. Um, I didn't say I wanted to be a podcaster because I didn't know podcasts existed yet. So sometimes you don't know what you want till you want till what you want fi- exists. It doesn't exist yet. Sometimes what you really want, yeah, I definitely doesn't... want some. I definitely want some robot pussy though. I'll tell you that much. Don't get too don't get too excited. Do you know something I don't about the robot pussy? I mean, I I I'm not allowed to tell you about it. Uh, I signed an NDA. Man. I can't really. Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! NDA. No, uh, no, <laughs> no. It's an asshole clause. You can't, you can't sodomize anyone. Now that you know about the robot pussy. I don't know how those two things are related, but I'm gonna figure it out. An NDA stands for a non-disclosure agreement. You cannot disclose any information that you know. Yes, Corey, I know. Did you really think I thought it meant no dicks and ass Yes, I thought you thought it meant no dicks and ass Damn, dude. Uh, I thought, <laughs> you know what? We were talking about miscommunications and misunderstandings. Uh, <laughs> and we go to bomb hit it, and then NDA stands for no dicks and assholes. That, that seems like something that would be a page That's out of the Bible. Uh, NDAs, NDA, yeah, NDAs are fucking they're homophobic, dude. That's that's how you should. You ever want to fight an NDA in court? You just uh, you go. Excuse me, judge. Uh, I do not have to abide by the rules of the non-dick and ass laws because 
uh, Lawrence versus Texas in 2003 <laughs> over turns and they're like, no, sir, it stands for not. I am not finisher honor. And then just, you know, go on a whole rant. Bring up Harvey Milk and Caitlyn Jenner. And then you still go to prison, but you did your goddamn mess. Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? <laughs> I'll finish. Okay, I'm finished. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Uh, yeah, so I, I did... Uh, uh, that, that was quite the tangent. I think the original yeah, question was, did did I did I do comedy in the summer? And I did it mostly. I did roast battles. I did, um, yeah, I went against uh, um, pa- Patrick Haggerty, and then I went against Dan Abraham for a rematch. And Dan Abraham's a very funny comedian. He's uh, he's uh, almost an offensive caricature of a Jewish person. Um, so I had I had these writing jokes in that manner, but. He, he's solidly funny, dude. He 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 did a joke about uh, uh, my uh, uh, alleged uh, appreciation of trans women in a sexual manner, and uh, so he said, "Bobby, uh, no." He said, uh, "Here's where I fuck up his joke." Uh, no, he said, "Robert Sheehan, which is short for fuck me, Corey. Bobby Sheehan, which is short for Robert Sheehan fan." Which is a it's a it's a wonderful joke that I just butchered, but yeah, Dan Abraham. If you find if you're listening out there and you need more comedy, you can't find enough of it, and you've already read all of my tweets. You should you should look for Dan Abraham. He's a good man. <laughs> do do you want to try that all again? No, no. I- <laughs> <laughs> I I really like the I I I think what a good job to to say Bobby Sheehan Robert Sheehan fan I get it's such a it's a, it's a good play on on your good. name it's a good play on your name yeah and I butcher it and is there I, is I there is it. there an yeah. allegation an allegation of you being a fan of that or is that just because of the name. Well, you know, um, I think first and foremost, it's a funny take on my name, but um, Dan and I didn't really know each other well. And then um, you ever play the game Telephone? Yeah. Yeah, so so, so good. Because, yeah, Dan and I didn't really know each other well at the time. So he was asking people, give me some information about Bobby. I was asking people to give me some information about Daniel. And the true thing about me is that when I was in Prague, I uh, I did uh, visit um, some workers of sex, um, but they were all, to my knowledge, um, cisgender. Um, but it through a telephone game type morphing, he believed that I had slept with trans women, and it's it's so funny because. Um, when he when he he did some jokes, and I'm not gonna step on the bit because there's nothing funny about that to be like, well, actually, uh, all the prostitutes I slept with were not trans. That's just that that's like it's annoying to do that. Just let him let it, let him tell his jokes. But also, it doesn't help at all in terms of uh, like how I look. 
You know, like you can't say Bobby sleeps with trans prostitutes. I can't then save space by going, no, they were all the regular kind. Okay, nothing to see here, folks. Here's 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 a little thing. I don't. I'm going to tell the listeners because I don't know if they know. And and agree with me if I'm right here. Uh, aren't sex workers in that country called prostitutes? Fuck, they're not, but they should be. I need to go back over there and spread the good news. God damn. I really thought you were going to come with something heavy and you just you just needed to make a pun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't know yeah, me that well. Prostitutes. Yeah, dude. The, the, you know, that would be kind of fun. I, like, I mean, I'm sure there's some politician being like, we have to clean up the streets of Prague. And then, like, his opposition's like, you leave the prostitutes alone. And he's like, damn, that's good. And he just puts an end to his crusade. He's like, well, that's what they're called now. Stamped it. Any prostitutes listening to the podcast? You should know that uh, we love you and we support you. And uh, Nastra Vik. What was what was that that uh, last part? <laughs> Nastrovi, it's like cheers in Czech. Uh, its cousin is the Russian word, which is Nostrovie. Okay, Nastrovik. Cheers. No, no, no. There's no K. There's no K sense. Nastrovi. Nastrovi. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You say it when you're when you're clunking drinks with uh, people, or if you uh, if someone sneezes and says "God bless you," you say Nastrovi. Yeah, I don't have a I don't have a drink, unfortunately. The thing is, I don't usually drink while I'm I'm uh, on a podcast because I'm afraid that I'll have to pee. And not all podcasts have the cool '90s songs, <laughs> so it's an anxiety. Well, I mean, it's a brand it's a brand new thing. Uh, it's a brand new rule that just got just just started doing this little game. Uh, just because I'm not I'm not I mean, play to your strengths, man. Uh, I I uh not a good I'm I'm not a, I don't have a lot of strength in in editing, so mm-hmm. like you know instead of editing it out, let's make it fun and see what you know see what somebody picks, see yeah. what somebody decides to go for, and in this way, this maybe you know and and I don't mind this being a thing that other people use and apply like take and apply like it's not like I go hey that's mine you're stealing it so if I'm like other podcasters. Mm-hmm. If you're listening and you think it's fun, do you, like have the guest instead of like instead of holding on while they're doing it, they could like look up something and read it to the listeners or or you know, you could look something up and read it to the listeners as the guest goes to the bathroom. We're all yes. otherwise you're going to have you're going to have podcast guests um dying from overhydration like like the kids that are like pledging to a frat and then they they got to drink a bunch of water, but they can't pee, and then they end up dying. You don't want that to happen to your podcast guest, dude. Absolutely not. See, um, no they say that they say that um, desperation is the <laughs> what did it say? The necessity is the is the means for invention. That desperation. I'm sorry, not desperate. Fuck. What am I saying? Um, necessity is necessity breeds innovation. Is what I was trying to say. Okay. That's so the necessity of let's be innovative. Some here great because... t- titties bring masturbation. You ever think about that? That's where the desperation comes in, my friend. <laughs> yeah, dude. 
But so how do you how do you feel about how do you feel about uh, Screech? Screech is in the news today for having passed away. We were talking about this on a podcast I just did, where he was like dead a couple days ago, and we were talking about this a couple days ago, but it wasn't trending yet. Mm. I thought he died. I thought he died today. Oh, maybe maybe we misunderstood a couple days ago. I think he was certainly on his way out because uh, yeah, it was announced like a few weeks ago that he had like this, basically like. This cancer that nobody survives from, I think small, small cell something. And if your cell, if the cells are small, it's like no dichotomy. So I don't know. I uh, I never watched Saved by the Bell, so I don't really have an emotional attachment to it. I mean, I'm sad that a person is dead, but not as sad as I think a lot of people are. Yeah, yeah, some sort of. And now, if there was some sort of bell that could have saved him, that was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that my funny bone in, in the way that it did. I think it's because you look so contemplative. But I, you, I mean, you could be deep sometimes, so I thought you were about to be deep and you just were not in that moment. <laughs> Damn, dude, I hope whoever's giving his eulogy says that exact thing. That would, that would that put the whole crowd in stitches. I'm in the waiting room right now. I'm in the waiting room. I got a penis and it is very small. And now I see Corey needs back here. What up, Playboy? I missed him. It's it's like there's a, a, lo- a little crazy snowstorm going on, so it might be affecting my router's strength. Yeah, man. It's it's fucking. Doesn't it feel weird that there's snow? Like there's. There's a pandemic, there's social unrest, and like all don't don't you feel like the snow should kind of take a break? Like three things, come on. Yeah, I mean, uh, read the room, snow, Christ. <laughs> yeah, no one snow nobody <laughs> wants you. Although it's, it, it is funny because uh, I got a state of emergency. And I was like, oh no, what group took over what building? And then it was just like, it's going to snow. And I'm like, oh, that's that's fine. I've got snow before. That's, that's such a 2019 certain snow. This is snow insurrection. Yeah. Oh, did you see Tuck Schumer? Who? Do you know what I'm talking about? Schumer? He, he's... The, uh, the guy who worked for Trump? No, 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 no. Chuck Schumer, the I guess the new Senate Majority uh, leader. He's a Democratic okay. congressman from uh, from from New York. He's a senator, and he uh, was reading the. Um, um, I, I guess he was describing the procedure of how 
the Senate trial for the impeachment of Trump is going to go. And he referenced the insurrection on the Capitol, but he had a very unfortunate Freudian slip. I'll see if you can guess it. He, he erection? He said erection? He did, dude. You, I, you really got to watch the video because he says the erection, insurrection of the Capitol. Like he, he knows in a second what he did and he made the face like, yeah, have fun with this internet. <laughs> that's gonna, it's it's beautiful. Uh, I mean, I mean, there's no there's no other way like that you could have perfectly boned that up than to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he really, uh, yeah, he really. Uh, uh, hold on, I could do this. Hold on, hold on. Uh, he really, uh, yeah, he's a. Uh, He's a dick. That's it. That mistake was really hard on him. Yeah, my man. My man. My man's a fleek with thy puns. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I'm trying uh, to think of other yeah, ones. Uh, he, uh, uh, well, he sure got fucked there, huh? Oh yeah, that 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 was <laughs> that was that, yeah. You you just right over the plate on that one. <laughs> Strike fu- you, get fu- you you can only get fucked by an erection unless there's unless there's a woman with a strap on or a ended man with a strap on. Those are some other scenarios, I suppose. Or or a prostitute. A prostitute. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Yeah, fucking that rules. Hey, you're in Pennsylvania, right? I am. Yeah. Damn, that's where that's where the Civil War is going to really happen. The Civil War. Yeah, if we have a new Civil War, I think Pennsylvania is going to be one of the. That's going to be like if we have Civil War Part Two, that's going to be the real the state where it's brother against brother. It's in Pennsylvania. Well, I thought they said that the Civil War Part Two was that uh, <laughs> that January sixth. That was what their their merch. They had their merch that all said that. Yeah, they're yeah. like uh, they're like, hey, brother, want a free T-shirt? No, I'm paying for this one. Civil War Part Two. I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, dude. Yeah, you want to support the cause. The funny thing is, is like, uh actual civil war um, the US government will just like we have nukes now there's no there's no civil war part 2 there's just one nuke you know I, and if it's if, if it it's traditional south versus the north the south doesn't have their own nukes you know so yeah i mean i i really i stay out of most of that stuff like as far as like You're trying to watch it too much, what's that? I, said, that I just said you're a conscientious objector to the new civil war. Yes, I'm a conscientious objector to the new civil war, but it's really like there should everybody should be on the side. Generally, I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a. A, a shortage of 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 stories going like oh well then 
But then I decided to be really compassionate and understanding and empathetic. And then they were like, and then it went off. And then it was ruined. Like, no, just stay empathetic and compassionate and understanding. And like, just realize that like this stuff's kind of not every, not every hill is your hill to die on. Let somebody else die on that hill. Uh, the, mm. like when it comes to politics and stuff, you'll never know all the stuff. You'll only know the stuff they want you to know. And so many other people have disputed that stuff so much that it becomes telephone. Just like, just like your, your, um, your prostitute. <laughs> yeah dude yeah all uh, basically those guys that stormed the capital they thought i slept with trans prostitutes and they, yeah. they just wouldn't hear that they were actually regular prostitutes they were they were crying fake news they were like no if bobby's paid any amount of money to sleep with someone it's someone who's had a penis i swear to god it is and they were just too wrapped up in their own ideology to see anything else well i mean <clears throat> Yeah, you know, pick your battles. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they thought they were gonna do. I don't know if like if they were gonna if if they stormed the Capitol, if like the news is gonna come out with a story and goes, Okay, it was a it was an actual lady prostitute. She was a cisgender prostitute that Bobby slept with in Prague had nothing to do with the th- <laughs> with the election being rigged. And and the thing is <laughs> We can't, we can't even do anything about it like because like then you go well we're gonna we're gonna turn the country around using martial law we're gonna turn the the election results around using martial law all this all this talk here describes that we're we're proud of our country and how free this country is but we're gonna pretend like the country's not free anymore when we take it hostage which is not free. It's not a free country. That's a third world country. That isn't us. Yeah, dude. When I, when I, uh, it's very funny because, uh, I, I just, I, I check in on the news like literally once a day and then that's it. Then I just don't know more news until 24 hours later. Just to kind of keep, uh, you know, my brain healthy. Otherwise, I turn into, you know, the woman at the end of Requiem for a Dream where I think the TV's real and I won the game show, you know, and I just can't have that. My life can't be that. So when, when I was talking to my, uh, my friend, we were talking around like four and he, and he was like, uh, it's crazy about the Capitol. What? Right. And I was like, what? Like, I, like, I just, I wasn't on Twitter. I just had no way of knowing, you know, unless there was someone running down the street going, you know, the hillbillies are coming in some weird modern Paul Revere fashion. I just wouldn't have known. So I was like, what happened? And he said, the stormed the Capitol. Uh, he didn't say who, he just said they stormed the Capitol. And without thinking, I just went, ISIS? <laughs> and he laughed. He goes, no, Trump supporters. And what was real sad is like, I knew I knew exactly what he meant. I'm like, okay, I get it now. <laughs> like almost immediately, I needed no more context. I was like, yeah, that, that doesn't make sense. Uh, Colin Jost, Colin Jost did a joke on, on Weekend Update this week where he talked about, now there's white people on the terrorist list. How about that for for inclusion and equality? <laughs> I like that. Representation's important. Yeah, yeah, they're they're the first white people without Irish accents to be on that list. Okay. Yeah, it's just, 
I don't want to be represented by these people. That's positive representation is important too. So <laughs> absolutely. HIV uh, positive representation. I believe that. COVID COVID nineteen positive. Yeah. Oh, oh, I like that, dude. Isn't it crazy that um, uh, this shit is? This is not a newer novel thought, but isn't it crazy that this shit has gone on for as long as it did, or as long as it is, rather? Yeah, I mean, I, my 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 gimmick that I wanted to do—not I didn't want to do a gimmick, but a thing that I wanted to do for laughs—is I was I was considering getting a MAGA hat. Just to have it as a souvenir for like when Donald Trump, oh, like Donald Trump ran for the president. Like I didn't think he was gonna win, and yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, well, I didn't think this was gonna be a thing. I thought this was just gonna be a funny thing that to have a piece of memorabilia. But it's like it became a thing, and it really definitely maybe shouldn't have. And that was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really, it's it's real strange. He's not going away either, unless he gets uh, convicted in the Senate. He's gonna run in twenty twenty four. There's no way he does it unless he's too sick or old to. He's probably gonna be dead by then. I mean, I mean, I don't know, man. I was listening. Sorry, uh, I, I I just think that he might. You you know, how to say like Ozzy Osbourne, like no doctor can explain why he's not dead. Like he just has like, there's something in his body that allowed had allowed him to abuse drugs and alcohol for as long as he did. Um, I think maybe like Trump eats only fast food and diet coke, and yeah, he is obese, but he does seem to be otherwise healthy. So I think he unfortunately is just like has like superhuman ability. So I think maybe there's a there's a 90 year old Trump that's able to do shit, you know. And even like in four years, what is he? Seventy-eight, eighty-two. He's younger than Biden, so who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the dirt on Netflix? No, I have no idea what that is. Oh, it's a like a Motley Crue biopic. Like they made they they wrote a book called The Dirt, where it was like they're airing all their like dirty laundry, all the like gross, dirty stuff they'd ever done. Uh, it's a good movie, but at one point they like run into Ozzy on tour and, and Ozzy comes out to them while they're at the pool and he snorts a line of ants. That's like, that's going across the, the ground. Yeah, yeah. And then he like, and he like pisses on the ground. He pisses on the ants and then he snorts the piss. Like, that's what, that's what's making him live. That's what's making him live. <laughs> Shit, it was the, the piss ants the whole time. The piss ants. <laughs> it was the piss ants the whole time. Damn, dude. Now now we're going to start putting that in our water like fluoride to help our kids live longer. Start pissing in the water. There was a... There was a... They showed a, a live stream on this... There's like a festival happening somewhere in Vegas a couple of years ago where they showed the footage of <clears throat> they showed the footage of some astronaut who had just come back from spending an entire a year living in space. This is Scott Wilson, I think his name was. He lived in space for a year and uh 
and it was called A Year in Space. And when he was up there, he was talking about the kind of living conditions and the fact that they had to like they had to like purify their own pee and drink it. And I was like, they should have called it a urine space. That was a long way to get there, Corey. <laughs> Dude, I imagine mean, literally drinking your own piss and you're like one of the smartest scientists in the world. Yeah, it's, a, it's the bubbly. You're drinking a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> like the unwind. I mean, I guess if you lived in space long enough and all you could drink was other people's piss, then like the fine wine uh, of what you could drink would be like this, I don't know, the piss of the smartest person or the piss of the hottest person or some weird alchemation of both. Yeah, well, I mean, it would be like the 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 year on the the year that on the on the bottles would be like the year the person was born. We're like, mm. oh, this is nineteen seventy three. Shampoo. Hell yeah. <laughs> so then, like a nineteen ninety piss, which would be my piss, a nineteen ninety piss. That's like nothing. That's like that's like the Budweiser of. Uh, that's not so little know how little I know about liquor as I had to switch a beer. So I want to give you the opportunity while we're on the record, because I know I said this to you last time you were on the show that this is not the first time and last time you did it. I I, I used to do a lot more where I kind of wanted to make sure it it was forced to go in certain directions and I wanted to make sure I, I talked about like your religious, if like if you had a religious upbringing or like, like what your family situation was like or any, any, any of that stuff. And I always wanted to make sure I dove into that stuff and more, more days, more nowadays, I want to just kind of like flow like organically and like have us just kind of like mm. chill and hang. Uh, so I want to make sure I say, which I probably said to you on the record before, this, this stuff is all outliving us. There's absolutely no way. That you know, you know, five years from now we can go back and listen to this and see what what life was like for us in the beginning of 2021. And uh, mm -hmm. I want to make sure I say it to you on the record because at this point we're we're you know we're we're cruising sort of similar levels. Um, but you know, there's a good chance that there's a good chance that you know either one of us are gonna you know be something bigger or you know be something less. Who knows? So. In five years, if I'm listening back to this, I want to make sure I say to you on the record, I appreciate you, man. I always appreciate the smiles that I get from you. I always appreciate the energy that I get from you, the positivity that I get from you. And you're so nice. I hadn't meet I hadn't met so many very nice people. So I, I just appreciate that. And I want to make sure I let you know that no matter what, I want to be a resource for you, like indefinitely. So if you ever need anything, if you ever you need to talk to somebody. You need a, a you know, non-judgmental conversation, a friend. Just talk about anything that you're uncomfortable with talking to any of your friends about. Absolutely call me or text me, and I'll have that conversation with you. Well, I wasn't ready for the realness, man. I'm touched. Thank you. <laughs> Got it, man. I, I really uh, – a small part of my Irish Catholicness wants to run away because there's emotions involved now, but I won't. I'll fight that urge. And, That's good. And uh, thank you, man. I, you know, ditto, of course. 
which is <laughs> I I couldn't put it uh, any better than you did. So I'm going to answer with ditto. Yes, that's yeah, what, dude, that's honestly uh, ditto, but a strong ditto. Strong ditto. I I I appreciate that, Bobby. I really do. I appreciate you. I appreciate how much how much like I think that. And, I, and I've said this a billion times on here, and I don't know if you've ever heard me say it before, but how important the the currency of effort and time is. And I appreciate you spending, you know, you you spending that currency on me. Whether it's, you know, whether it's been just minutes at a time. $69. <laughs> What's that? I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> You just you just starting to make up screen names. Sixteen. Okay. <laughs> That's why I don't give my two cents. I give sixty nine cents. <laughs> Not sixty nine. Between six and nine, six or nine cents, so, somewhere in between six. Ooh, ooh. So, is there any any stuff that you that you've that you want to ask me while we're on the record? Ooh, we're on the record. See, there's plenty of stuff I want to ask you all. Well, well, ask yeah. me off the record, and I'll and I'll pretend like we're not recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm joking. Story, story, talk. But uh, I don't know if they do. question, but I, I don't. Snowstorm, not the best day oh, to no, record no. during snowstorm. Yeah, yeah. Internet is not very good. Yeah, uh -huh. dude. Honestly, I mean, it's it's not as good as uh, what was the song I was saying? I think it was about cutting off penises. What are you gonna do now that you don't have a wiener? Some something like that, something similar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do when you don't have a wiener? <laughs> All right, I have a chance to ask you a question. Uh, you couldn't hear. Internet crap out. I thought of a better question anyway. Um, what is uh, what is something about yourself that would have been surprising to yourself ten years ago, if anything? Um, wow. Ten years ago. Twenty ten. <laughs> yeah, dude, that, that's 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 a, a weird. I mean, I was in a weird place in 2010. I, for the most part, I want to say that I'm probably surprised by the fact that, like, I, I, I was very much, I think, in that 
in that time frame, I was very much like a, I considered myself like kind of like an observer in my own life. And I wasn't really as much of a deliberate creator as I should have been. So uh, mm-hmm. I did a lot of like saying I would do things and then not following through on the things and making excuses why mm-hmm. I'm not following through on things. So instead of, instead of getting to the point where I had to make the excuses, I got to the point where I stopped telling people what I was going to do. I stopped advertising that I do this or do that. I just start doing the things. So mm-hmm. that, that would probably be one of the biggest things from like me 10 years ago, 20, 2010 or 2011 in 2011, which was, you know, 10 years ago. I mean, I had, I had brain surgery. So uh, the fact that I made it 10 years past that, I'm very grateful. Hell yeah, dude. I, I remember that you had brain surgery, uh, yeah. but I didn't know when. Yeah. Yeah, it's about yeah, to hit 10 crazy. years, you man. Had the, you had the same thing that, that Matt Marin had. Am I correct? Yeah. Except, except I don't they, be bragging I, about it as much as that douche. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to tell him about that about this later. Uh, oh, we're bragging about it. Like, oh, please care about it. Nobody cares anymore. People stopped caring. Like, really quickly. <laughs> that, <laughs> like, I think oh, I, I went through- Okay, so... Uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt. I, I I do want to know about that though. Do you do you feel like there's like a, there's like an empathy timeline that people have, and did yeah. it like run out quicker than you would have liked it to? Well, well, the idea in my brain, in my brain, in my mind, I want to say in my mind, not in the brain that was operated on, but in my thoughts, I was thinking about how, like, for a little while, you start to get upset about like the people who didn't visit you or the people who didn't talk to you, and you like you start to get in your brain about like your own ego shit. But then, like, I go th- back through it all, and I go like when I talked about it in promos and stuff, like when I talked about it in the ring where I wasn't when I wasn't in the ring, but I was like going and cutting promos. Um, I would say like, "Hey, I got I got only a couple months left, and I'm coming back after the surgery." The the neurosurgeon said this, the, the, um, the doc, the doctor said this, that like, and I was saying that in a promo and there was a guy who was like, like the, the, the merchandise stand who was like, he would help us like with putting the ring up and put and setting up the chairs and stuff. And he said, he said to my tag team partner's wife, um, Corey needs to stop talking about this brain surgery stuff. Nobody cares. I'm like, what? Like, you, you, you realize you said it to my tag team partner's wife. Like, she's not going to say that to me. Like, she's not going to tell him that he said that to me. Like, he's not going to tell me. Like, that. And I was like, oh, man. People have, people have like, intention spans that are, like, at an it, like, so quick. Uh, so, um, you know, like, Vine was a thing. And TikTok's the biggest thing right now. Like, it's, like, turnover rate. 24 hour news network, like 24 hour news cycle. It's like, instead of being just the brain surgery guy, how about now I decide to be the guy who's so many other things beyond that. And that'll be a thing that just happens to be one of the things that I can pull from. 
But like I did, I definitely did have my moments where I was like, oh man, I didn't hear from this person. I didn't hear from that person during my surgery. But it's like, like I could just get wrapped up in my own victimhood of that. You know? Yeah. I could easily get it's lost. Fun. In- it's fun to get wrapped up in your own victimhood. No, it's, it's totally not. I, no, I no, 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 I'm saying it in a way it, it's sort of nice to be the, to, to be a victim sometimes, you know, to like, uh, to have righteous indignation. Okay. Yeah. Isn't there I mean, a sick part of you that's like, ah, oh, that feels good. Oh. Uh, well, it's, it's the same as, it's the same as like Facebook tells you it's my birthday. So you just say happy birthday on my Facebook wall. It's like, you didn't care. Right. As much. It was just like Facebook told you to give two seconds worth of effort to show that you care when it's like, that's kind of how I felt about the, the surgery. That's kind of how I feel about like, like I, I feel that way about saying like, you're welcome to people. I feel that way about like saying like, congratulations to people. I feel that way about saying like, when people say like, thank you, thank you for your service to like vets. That's like, people are just like obligatory and it's like, well, the, a few people didn't do the obligatory thing that should have been done. Whatever. Uh, you know, I've had, I've had, yeah, yeah. I've had 37 birthdays and in all of those, not everybody I know said something to me about it. Not everybody I know gave me a card or a gift. Doesn't mean that everybody has to like show up at, a, at uh, the hospital when I was in surgery. But I know that the people who did, and the people who were there for me and the people who said nice things and the people who like went out of their way to call me and have a conversation with me, I won't forget those people. I'm not going to I'm not going to be angry at everybody who didn't because what kind of egomaniac am I to think that like I matter that much in somebody else's life when I know I matter a ton in mine because right. I spend more time with me than anybody right. else. Yeah, dude. Well, I spend a lot of time because I got I spent a lot of time with you because I got cameras in your house, but that's another story. Uh, well, you know, um, that that thing that, that happened yesterday. All right. I don't, I, I can't, I just, maybe, I, you know what? I'm going to not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go ahead and, and perjure myself. <laughs> I'm not going to slander myself. Mm. No, sometimes your dog's got to be fed. It doesn't. Doesn't matter with what. Man, I wish I had a dog. Oh, fun. I don't have a dog. Yo, me too, dude. But I, the the fu- the funny thing is, is I if I had known how long the COVID pandemic would last for, I could have gotten one. Because my whole my whole reason for not having one is like I'm doing uh, comedy all the time. I'm never home. That's to a dog. But now I'm home. I could have gotten a dog, but if I get a dog now, then everything will open up tomorrow. <laughs> get a dog. I want the world to open back up. You got to do it for the greater good. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, maybe. What I, You know what? One day I'm going to get at a chocolate lab. Yeah, I think. I think uh, I just I, I work every day. I work every day, and then and then uh, I, you know, I, uh, the weekends I do like sometimes I do like 
acting gigs and comedy gigs and wrestling gigs. And it's just like, oh, I'm not home enough to justify to justify leaving a, a dog. You know what I mean? Leaving a dog. So I I um I just hang out with my 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 family's dog. My sister lives across the street. She's got a dog, and my neighbor across the street on the other side, he's got he's got two really big dogs that like to play with me. So I get I you know I scratch the itch of wishing I had a dog by playing with other dogs. <laughs> yeah, it's like they say you don't want a boat, you want a friend that has a boat. Right. Same thing with dogs. Or or a pool. You don't want to have to upkeep a pool. Yeah. I did yeah, I did that over the summer the too. I was a pool cleaner over the summer. Like I was just Oh shit. Skimming pools. I was the I was a shirtless pool boy. housewives. Yeah. I oh dude, I it was Bangathon. Bangathon twenty twenty. Dude, honestly, no. the way you were pretending to 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 do the pool right now, it awoken something in me. Oh, how so? Should I do it again? <laughs> oh, that's so fucking funny. There's someone coming on to you. You just go, oh, how so? <laughs> just real innocently. <laughs> oh, man, that got me fucking good, dude. <laughs> you, you're, you're like delivering pizza to, to the sorority. And they're like, oh, no, none of us have money. And then one of them goes like, maybe you, we could pay you back a different way. And then the camera pants to your face and you go, oh, how so? (laughs) (laughs) Eliminate eliminate this sexuality altogether. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) You want to lift out the detail? (laughs) Give me a bold point. I love love a good deal, sister. Let's see. We'll see what we're going to do. I don't know why I gave you a southern accent. (laughs) (laughs) Was that a southern accent? I couldn't tell. It, I am not very good at accents, but it was, it was, it was some sort of, oh, God damn it. And then the, the next scene is, uh, they just cut away to them being like, instead of giving you money for the pizza, you can have sex with us. And then you're like, I mean, I would love to do that, man, but my boss is still going to want to get paid. And they're like, <laughs> we'll call the boss over. And then, the, so the, that, then the next scene is like, it's like you and the boss are sitting down. And and they're they're like laying out the rules, but like the boss, he's like kind of this, he's like an old homophobic Italian guy, right? So he, I mean, he'll kiss men, but he's not gonna touch penises. That's too far, you know. So they decide that like there's so there's four there's four sorority sisters, right? So it's gonna be it's gonna be a three like two threesome, six people. That works on that. And but it's gotta be in the same room, or else it doesn't qualify as an orgy. I don't know if this is um. If, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. So, so, someone Mechelon or whatever. Somebody made the orgy rules, but so he's gonna have to see your penis, but he won't touch it. And then this is like forty-five minutes of the porno video, and you can't skip um, because, like, you know, you're in the internet with 
the the storm the storm is hurting the internet so you can't, it's buffering if you try to skip to 45 minutes when the sex starts and uh and then anyway so so the girl one of the girls she gets you real hard and she pulls down her trousers and she goes uh, i'm about to make you feel real good and then the camera point pans to your face again and you go oh how so <laughs> that was a really really long then, way for that and Bobby. just <laughs> yeah and then the porn music comes on but it's the end of the like the credits are coming down but then the music comes on it's like but it's just like video editor and choreographer do pornos have choreographers i guess so. I, don't, I don't know if there was a stunt choreographer for for adult films I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> So just a couple other things real quick and uh I wanna I wanna send you off into the sunset. I'll give you a, a hot dog and a handshake. You can get on your way. So you can get your oh, early yeah. hot dog and a handshake right now. So um I do this thing that I call audio time travel. Okay. So let's say let's say Five, ten years from now, maybe even longer, 20 years from now, somebody who really cares about you now in 2021 stumbles across this recording and they want to find out what Bobby Sheehan was really like in 2021 and wants to hear a very specific uh, heartfelt message to describe how to how to how to navigate through difficult times. And so in this moment, you're speaking directly to whoever's coming across this. So it could be your your siblings, your your parents, your nieces, your nephews, any of that. Okay. All right. So I, I gotta I gotta speak directly to them. Um, okay. Let's do it. So visiting. I'm here in 2021 uh, towards what I believe to be the tail end of the the COVID-19 pandemic. If you're not sure what that is, uh, you'll read about it in your history books. Um, You know, things are, things are hard right now. Uh, We got an old maniac president, uh, but now there's a, there's just a regular old president now. There's a vaccine, but most people can't take it unless they're Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. But um, I don't know what life is like in the future. It could be a lot better or it could be a lot worse. Um, but no, you're living the dream life. It just might be the dream of somebody else. Is that it? Well, I guess I should explain what that means. I've been I've been fucking around with uh, with stoicism. This uh, sounds real, uh, real Ivy Tower, but it's uh, I have been uh, like meditating more, and I stumbled across like the stoicism philosophy, and and one of the ones is that uh, uh, everybody is living a dream life, even if it's not their dream, you know. So. The fact that we live in 2020, 
It's uh, we're living the dream life of anybody that lived before electricity. You know, the fact that we're not like freezing right now. That's the dream life. And, uh, you know, so it, I don't know what 2040 is going to look like. Maybe like they're self-driving cars, but they explode every once in a while. Mm. But right now, 30,000 people die in car accidents every year. So if, if it's 2040 and only like 78 people are dying in spontaneous combustions of uh, self-driving cars, that's a huge improvement, even though it's still shitty. You're rolling the dice. You're rolling the dice on on a life that's probably better. And uh you know, it <clears throat> hopefully hopefully you can pull away from that some perspective whoever's listening in in uh 2040. Yeah, man. I mean, think think of it this way, like uh you, there's only there's only so many things that you could do probably most of the things about your life that are shitty and probably most of the things about your life that are good are beyond your control. So uh, really you could just do what you think is right and try to reframe the shitty things in your life as possibly being less shitty than they initially appear. And you know, just eat peanut butter on a spoon every once in a while. That's what I do when I'm upset. You yeah, know, dude, it's got, out of the it's, refrigerator. Got, it's got like a lot of sugar, but it also has, it also has that. No, 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 no. I, that's what so I do. You're listening to this in 2040, whoever you are. No, listen, this is, listen, we, you, you and I, Corey, we were doing well, but now you want to, you want to do this bullshit about eating cold peanut butter. It's not going to work. You got to put peanut butter in the cabinet. Peanut butter is best when warm. That's especially important in 2040 when, um, a white man can no longer be president. Okay, <laughs> you have to at least enjoy your warm peanut butter. <laughs> well, do what you like. I mean, sure. If if you like if you like warm peanut butter, then go ahead, go for it, enjoy it. I I right. I I, I have if, uh, I guess if you like cold peanut butter, you could. I like cold chunky peanut butter. I, I'm a weirdo. That's a total weirdo thing. I don't think anybody else likes cold chunky peanut butter but me. But I will I will just snack on some cold chunky peanut butter from a spoon every once in a while. And uh I'll I'll uh I'll let you see if that's something you also like. Cause maybe you like it and you don't know you like it yet. All right, I'll you, listen. I'll try it, and I'd like to amend my my statement uh, to this. <laughs> you might like it chunky, you might like it smooth, you might like it cold, you might like it room temperature. But we're all trying to eat peanut butter. That's we're all trying to eat peanut butter is the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Especially. Uh, Especially if you're uh, my dog and I've put it on my balls, then you're really trying. To All right, now the, that's not butter. you ruined it. <laughs> you don't even have a dog. You just said you don't have a dog. Yeah, no, my. Yeah, but the dog. Well, is your your future chocolate lab. The future chocolate lab <laughs> will have a real hankering. Yeah, dude, chocolate and peanut butter. butter. That's a Reese's peanut butter cup, baby. Anyway. So 
So the way I what I what I normally do to to start wrapping it up is uh <clears throat> I usually tell the guest that I hypothetically gifted you this podcast. So from now on, the show is evolving with Bobby Sheehan, and this is your first episode. This is your pilot episode of your new podcast. What I'd always like you to do is, you know, think of a, a, a good, fun, Jerry Springer's final thought type of way to wrap it all up in a pretty bow and let everybody know how they could be a better version of themselves tomorrow than they are today. And then, and then after you've done that, uh, then in your best alpha impression, say, hey, Willie. All right. Well, um, we learned a lot here. Uh, Corey and I, we've got we've gone through technical difficulties on this cold and snowy day, but we covered a lot of ground as well. We covered the the diversity of peanut butter intake, um, chunky or smooth. We're all the same deep down inside. We're all trying to get to the bottom of that jar. Uh, we talked about politics. We didn't talk about religion, but you know, we're all God in the sense that. When we were little, we tortured ants. And, and um, know, Corey got deep. Get as deep as Corey. Um, take that out of context. <laughs> Learned about Ozzy and uh, how he lived forever. And uh, the way we're all going to live forever because our friends and family will talk about us when we're gone. Of course. Eventually, they're going to die. In a few hundred years, no one will know we existed. Unless they go through podcast archives. And if they are, I said archives, and I believe that that's the way to pronounce it. And if you are listening to this from the future, just know that I'm really sorry for doing the thing that we didn't realize was immoral at the time. And uh, also, thank you for listening. And um, I guess uh, I'll just close with this. Um, I've never watched Alf. I don't know what he sounds like, so... Oh, hey, uh, Rudy. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's a commitment, a, a decision that you made, and you committed to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not important for you to guess where I think Alf comes from. Just, uh, just know that I was doing my best. <laughs> You know, I could, I could just, I could just hook a, a cart to that wagon, and I'm just gonna not. <laughs> but uh, is there anything you want to uh, say or put over or anything? I mean, any any uh, clickable links that you've got, please send them over to me, and I'll put them in the description as well. Oh man, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll I'll send you. The requisite links, but just if you you know you enjoyed this podcast, uh, you can listen to a podcast where you know Corey is substituted with three other guys, and that's the Super Senior Podcast. Except it is much less structured than this. Um, Corey has done more prep for an episode of a podcast than me or my co-hosts ever have. Um, so that's a little bit of a as of, of a warning. So if you like structure, you won't like it. But, well, uh, I don't. If you like a I couple of boys think... being boys, then you will. I I I like the podcast, Super Senior Podcast. Uh, it's definitely worth it's definitely worth a subscribe. 
if this is your first time checking out Evolving with Corey Castle, you've decided to listen to it this whole time and you've gotten this far, uh, please make sure you hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or YouTube and make sure, you know, leave, leave me a comment or something. Let me know you exist in the comments below or on the comments on Apple Podcasts and tell everybody that you love, that you love them. Be fun. Have safe. Keep evolving. Thanks, Bobby.